1: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM The Answer. Ready?
2: And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. I think they did that on purpose. They just waited for the show to start and then roll down 16.04. Done by here. Huh? Yeah, it's a little loud here at Millburgers, and that's because there's lots of folks having a great time at Millburgers' big Halloween celebration. If you were here, you could see to my left there's a lot of folks lined up for the Halloween pictures, and Millburgers has put together a little picturesque thing that you can take with your family, your dogs, your kids, everything, anything, almost anything that you want to bring. Life has Trace what the weirdest thing is. I think we had iguanas one time. Someone brought their iguanas and and took the pictures with it. But, um, (laughs) yeah, we welcome you to come by. We've got the maze, the pumpkin patch, the haunted house. Hey, I want to start off with something. We got a nice compliment um, about uh, a woman came by and told Calvin, hey, I want to thank Millburgers for doing this. This is beautiful. It's great out here. Y'all have done a great job. Oh, the Halloween stuff? Yeah. And so... I haven't been able to see her. Oh, she just walked by. I missed her. I wanted to pass that along to Claudette uh, because I wanted to give credit where credit is due. Claudette and Roger uh, really put a lot of work into this every year to make it what it is. And uh, people have a wonderful time. So if you come out here and you're enjoying it, ask to speak to Claudette or Roger and just say, hey, listen, I enjoyed this. Thank you so much for doing (laughs) it. Because they, uh, when do, uh, it's been. I think about a month and a half prior to it really opening, oh, they, they yeah. start laying out plans, bringing the hay in. Yeah, and uh, every year is a little different, so they have a good time <clears throat> over there, Claudette and Roger. But uh,
3: as I was walking up from the back, I saw some frightened little children. <laughs> yeah, but take it over. Clinging to their mamas. Yeah, because uh, I think they were looking at that. Uh, those. Uh, Mannequins, or whatever you call those witches in the back, oh. <laughs> and well, uh, to... he, he was clinging, clinging to his mama. But uh, we got a new train
2: driver yeah. Right today. Yeah. Yeah. Roger's not doing it all. She's they split time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll notice the difference. Though. She had a shift last year, last week yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. She just has a couple things that she yells. Roger yells at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming Roger has become his nickname. But he does a good job. Well, the, my uh, there was a someone who uh, asked a question, and uh, I, uh, um, I was hoping he would come back. That's
4: Is that funny that
2: somebody would do that? Well, he asked me, and no. uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I am funny. always curious what so. Because I'm curious what the question is, and then I kind of figure out what y'all might answer. So he had an Arizona ash that was hollowing out in the middle. Yeah. Okay, and he wanted to know what to put in it. He wanted to save the ash, and he had heard cement. you would do anything to save the ash? Is that what you're saying? Yes.
5: Okay.
2: (laughs) And uh, he wanted to, because he said he figured the ash was probably planted in about 1950. Is that possible? Yeah,
3: that's a long, that's, that's a good yeah. lifetime for hey. An
2: and then he heard someone else said you put wood. I couldn't tell whether you put wood around it or in it. Uh, and uh, so he wanted to know what he could do because the tree had that hollowed out stuff. So I
3: think yeah. a lot of people are. He said he's uh, a listener, so maybe he's listening. The old-fashioned old uh Remedy was to put concrete in there.
2: Yeah, but I think.
3: But I think that everybody's going to the foam, uh, foam that you buy. That
4: yeah, and it just hardens. Hardens in, in yeah. the center, and it doesn't uh, doesn't uh, change the weight ba- the balance right. of the
2: tree. Right. Was there some uh, concern with that too, though? That if, of course, now it's been dry for quite a while, but that if you with that you could trap moisture in it. Which would just make it continue to. Oh, you're kind of shaking your head. You always, no, don't worry about that.
3: Usually, when you put that foam in there, that's. Uh, yeah, I think you can get it at most of uh, retail mm-hmm. stores. Yeah. Uh his, his main problem uh, is, no. is, is
4: is it splitting open? Yeah. Oh, this is not a this is not a oak tree. You know, yeah. Arizona ash, 1950. <laughs> that's I mean, a long that's, yeah, that's fifty sixty nine. Well, years. he was
2: guessing that because the home was built in nineteen fifty and the ash was big. So yeah,
4: yeah, they put the ash in there probably. Yeah. the landscapers did. Well, and ash are uh, kind of well, they're unpredictable. No, I take that back. They're pretty predictable. <laughs> they have a tendency to fall. Much more likely to fall down and yeah. break, break than a oak. The the oak you. Uh, you would uh, it's a good idea to have somebody uh, certified arborist look at it every few years just to assess and make sure that it's not going to fall on your house uh, Arizona yeah. ash is um, much more likely of course they don't get quite as big either so not usually not as much of a threat
2: but oh if it, if it,
4: but that's a long that's a long yeah that's a long time for one to live
3: back in the, back in the 70s when I first came, uh, the whole, whole idea was, uh, uh, the landscapers were putting in, uh... There's Roger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he must have thrown the other guy off of the... Off of the grass. But anyway, to put in, uh, two Arizona ashes in the front tree, uh, and five shrubs and, uh, in to, to landscape the house. And so when I f- first came here, I was told to get rid of those ashes. And so uh, I told my neighbor I'd give them a free tree if they'd dig it up. And so my neighbors came and dug the- my ashes out, and I put oaks in in their place. Yeah. and Which are still there, by the way. And... and uh, <laughs> Their their ash that they dug up out of my yard lived for quite a while, and got great big. They get big, and uh, but uh, it it has that uh, leaf drop every every springs and anthracnose and uh, and and it started
4: breaking limbs out of it like yeah. it, uh, big limbs. Now you can you can manage them. But, I mean, it takes takes some kind of attention every year or every two or three years. Yes, beginning when they're young. That's right, pruning and shaping, because they have a tendency to have all these kind of interacting. Yeah, branches. Branches, and they uh, block the vascular system, so they, Mm. they do have a lot of breakage. But, but uh,
3: they were they were, they were promoted as a fast-growing tree for this a, era,
4: and that's they are fast.
3: And I th- I think most of our landscapers now in these new houses are using oaks, are using the oaks, Mexican oaks.
4: white oaks and Texas red oaks.
3: Yeah. So it's ta- it's taken a while to get away from that ash, deal. Most of the ashes were grown out here at the uh, Allridge Nursery out around Vaughn army and uh they grew them by
4: the thousand out yeah. right there we got we've got uh a few in our neighborhood some nice nice looking ones yeah uh, and they uh, they have seeds in the in the summer and uh, so they're a good wildlife addition mm-hmm. especially if you got some land you know and they can be down at the bottom of the or at the corner or someplace, not right next to your house.
2: But. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 is our number. You can call and did, be a part of the show or come on by and visit with us.
4: Did we, no concrete? The foam, oh, I think we, yeah. The foam.
2: Yeah, because he was, he was thinking the concrete. That's the no. way yeah, yeah, that's no. the way he was going. I even suggested, I said, I think they don't like it because it changes the weight. That's right. Because it adds weight Center. to it. The yeah. center
4: of gravity has really changed.
2: Um, and you had a question off the air before we got started, too. Several. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to
4: remember. Remember? Oh, yeah. Asperides. Somebody looking for columbines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I said I hadn't seen any in a while. Then I was trying to get my calendar straight. Wait a, and I said, oh, "Wait a minute! It is the fall?" But they don't I, bloom in the fall. No, but after this, uh, well, they this their foliage. Starts in the fall. He used to, but in this after this summer, the foliage is not. Yeah, the ones I have is just, just trying to keep them alive during the summer. Was just, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg, and I, Greg, Grant, and I used to fuss about. Uh,
3: I always say cut the foliage off uh, because it, the leaf miners dis, uh, discolor the foliage of columbine. And uh, he 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 wants to leave the foliage on during the summer, uh, and that that makes sense to make the plant strong. But uh, you have to put up with ugliness.
4: Well, and it's it re-sprouts really
3: pretty fast after you cut it back. Depends in
4: your. I've seen I uh, saw some Terry Lewis, the landscape architect, was really into columbines, and I that was one of my favorite plants too. And he had planted some in a landscape. Where they're at a stream. They had stream bottom soil. Uh-huh. I just, I, I, mean, I had a double take. They were so large and lush. The, oh, yeah. Me, meanwhile, I'm in my uh, chalky that, soil. I'm trying to keep them alive, you know. That's where they came from, the soil
3: like that. Out of the creek beds. But, yeah. In we, Big bed.
4: Huh. Yeah. Yeah, they may, in a, the right situation, they make a. And make a nice plant
3: for sure, but my seed source dried up for those. No, oh, I think you're looking and, at them. <laughs> and the uh, the lady that sent them off passed away. Uh, we I used to, Calvin used to grow the seed, and I would uh, take them to uh, Lone uh, Color Spot, and they would send them off and get them grown, get plants grown, and be ready for our. Uh, February-March market. So a lot of them here. But
4: uh, I'm afraid that uh, they're few and far between. Uh, and that's probably one of those plants that uh, has harder harder time fitting into
2: global warming or uh,
4: yeah, temperature changes like this.
2: Alright, 210 308 308 do you dream about that number, Milton? Do you wake up at night screaming at uh, that? Number? I don't scream it. I just say it. i just in my sleep. <laughs> hey, 210-308-8867 is the yeah. number to call. Call me now. you think it's
4: to... amazing after 22 years that
2: yeah. Jerry and I don't even remember yeah, I know. It's sort of amazing. through <laughs> osmosis. I remember the cement thing after 20-something years. You know, you all could at least remember the number. Uh, there's lots of uh, pretty things here at Millburgers, uh, oh, yeah. lots of beautiful plants. Let's see if I can get you a... Uh, got, pumpkins, pumpkins, got, pumpkins, pumpkins. Yeah, talk about the pumpkins while I get the deals up. Well, the, you if you
4: had uh, imagined every kind of shape and color that a pumpkin could be, they're here at Millburgers, and the very large ones. There's even some that have sh- people have shown a lot of interest in They're kind of Large, very large mache, i think it's paper mache kind of. That. Uh, oh yeah. But they're sturdy enough. The kids have been crawling all over them. Uh, <laughs> but they—but I noticed uh, the adults always try to. There's a guy right there now. They're, try, and they try to pick them up, and they're not very heavy. Mm-hmm. And, and then that little girl just move was able to move that great big. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's great but uh but that that's included, but then there's all those other regular pumpkins, the ghost pumpkins, and yeah, those dan Jerry's saying this year uh there's a lot of really weird shaped small ones yeah, too, yeah, just kind of a I, know, I
3: we haven't seen the uh the uh shaped uh
4: small ones, so uh they look they they look like they should be in a uh, yeah in a uh, Halloween-based story, you know, a scary story. They just naturally have this uh, ugly, threatening shape. Yeah, when I was walking up, I saw somebody, even though
3: Crotons, they were on sale last week, but uh, I saw some people, they're not on sale this week, I don't think, uh, but uh, they were walking out with those Crotons, some Crotons, and they were pretty.
4: Yeah, I can see the... A the number there's still a large number of them available, but it's not doesn't yeah. compare to what there was last week. Yeah,
3: oh yeah, I think I think that was a good deal, good a good uh, deal for Halloween, well, first time we've had that I think. But uh, I also saw saw some uh, 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 divine. Um, uh, <laughs>
5: These As old I people
3: can't I, I saw Lady Banks Rose back there, which I didn't. I, they don't have a, a lot of well, uh, often.
4: It's not. And, it wasn't blooming though. No, no, no.
3: Oh. It, it was just in there.
4: and uh, that's. I've, I've got a couple of those, Lady Banks Rose, and of course that the one that's been there, you know, fifty, sixty years is grown up into the the mesquite and has found the, the uh, yeah light. so you <laughs> so you, d- you don't realize how tall it's gotten until you see it booming in the, <laughs> for the, the three yeah. or four weeks yeah. in the spring but then there's one uh, one that's out in the specimen out in full sun mm-hmm. and that's got the kind of normal shape a weeping uh, uh, shape with uh, that's about uh, ten feet tall and ten feet wide, and uh, <laughs> uh, neither of them has. Uh, well, I take that back. The the old the old one has got some thorns on it. Yeah. But the other the other one. Uh, yeah. One, one is white, and one is yellow. Yeah,
3: Lady Banks uh, is hard to root. I I never realized that it looked it looks easy to root, but. Uh, I was contacted by some commercial nurserymen, uh, and they were wanting to know the best way to to root it, how to root it. They're having trouble getting numbers. And uh, that's why I was uh, glad to see these in the back. A coral vine was what I was trying to think of. Uh, It's it's really blooming all over town now on fence lines and things like that. And they've got them for sale here. And so... uh, if you've if you got a fence that you want coral vine growing on, now's the time to buy them and plant them and let them get established. Uh, they'll kind of quit blooming after the first hard freeze. That's across. the only thing
4: that saves your landscape. Yeah. And the whole neighborhood. <laughs> if, they were cold, if they were cold tolerant, they'd take over the world. But yeah. They, you know, we, we'd have made them superstars if they'd. Uh, I think you know we're, we we give a lot of attention to things that attract pollinators, and I, I I can't uh, I can't believe that they aren't one of the best. P- oh, no, they are. Uh, for bees and for oh, absolutely. I mean, birds and uh, for butterflies, they're yeah. just they're just full.
3: Yeah, if you've ever uh, I've taken pictures of them, and and we've done TV with them. And they're just full of bees, full of bees of bumblebees and honeybees and every kind of other bees. So that is a good pollinator plant. Now the reason we don't talk about it a lot is because it's uh, it it's cold tender. In other words, it freezes in Dallas. The the roots and everything uh-huh. uh, here
4: it just uh, knocks the top down a little bit. Well, we talked about this. 10 or 15 years ago when I went when I went, used to go to Trinidad on my bird watching <laughs> expeditions um th- th- you can see examples of what hap- happened that coral vine did not freeze back <laughs> I mean they were they ha- over trees <laughs> They're o- trees parking lots <laughs> oh wait a minute you know they uh, <laughs> any kind of uh construction where like they uh, cleared an area of yeah. uh, brush and things and then the it just covered it up, and it's, shoot, it's three, four foot thick. I bet it's pretty, beautiful bloom, beautiful. But you can't hardly even walk through it. No, uh-uh. it's a vine like cutsuit. Yeah, it's amazing. But uh, that's what would happen here if it is very aggressive. Anyway, you could, it, it's not, uh, it's not hard for it to get out of control a little bit and kind of want to grow. If you have a mild yeah. winter, can kind of. Uh, Cover a lot of territory, so but keep, it covered, keep it under it, control.
3: Yeah, it covers a a long section of fence
4: pretty rapidly once it gets once it gets going. Or a long piece of roof. Yeah, a roof or, or a, a tree. I don't know if I don't know which is more threatening: uh, uh, cat's claw vine or or coral vine. I, I guess <laughs> I would. I guess I would take coral vine over cat's. Claw vine, because you do have I the, don't
3: know the, that is. one up by your house going into that tree that's pretty aggressive, which one the cat's claw. oh yeah, I would take the- the actually. one that I got so excited about the flowers on, took a, p- t- taking pictures and everything until so Calvin came out and told me that was an invasive plant hey, don't
4: yeah don't give that plant any credit <laughs> let's see. Neighbor, neighborhood, nemesis, nemesis.
3: Now, getting back to Coral Vine, uh, you know, James Spivey uh, found a red one, uh, found a red Coral Vine, hmm. And I've tried to get it, uh, I get it on the market several times, and we never have been able to uh, keep it look, on the market. Look, look, look at that
2: little girl. She's got a little baby pumpkin.
3: Yeah, a little girl with a little baby pumpkin. But anyway, uh, we couldn't never, couldn't never get
2: it on on the market. And she's uh, proud of that. She's proud of that pumpkin. She's.
4: I bet if Dad tried to take
2: that away, oh, you know. she would scream murder. <laughs> Look what I got! Hey, it's your Millburgers newsletter. October. Yeah. Must be October. Right? I got I my believe, October newsletter. I believe it is. As of last Sunday.
3: Yeah. And so uh, I guess they'll be available here at the cash register. While well, if you drop by, get one, or you can call in and sign, get on the newsletter mailing list. And uh,
4: so, what's in it this year, this month?
3: Uh, the questions are: uh, Is it all right to use potassium chloride water from my soft water system on my tomato plant? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Potassium chloride is a salt, and salts are very damaging to plants of any kind. And besides that, you you're using your salt up. The more water yeah, you I use, am. the more salt you're gonna use. And uh, I I th- I th- we've talked about this one before, but uh, I guess it's time. Acorns just make a mess and get in my dog's paws. Hmm. Oh yeah, we
4: I've had a yeah. Remember that (laughs) question?
3: Is there any way to prevent acorn production (laughs) in live oaks and Texas red oaks We get that question a lot. Uh, (laughs) People want to want to uh, change change the sex, I guess, of uh, sterile sterile oak
4: trees. Yeah. Uh, of course, what we always say is uh, just wait a, a month or two. Or it's v- very unusual for between the raccoons and the squirrels oh, and the a, birds. Yeah. Those those acorns seem to disappear. Of course, some of them reappear uh, as the year progresses. But in terms of of uh, covering your driveways or getting in your dog's oh, paw, yeah. paws, there's not really... Not very long that they're a real threat.
3: What's funny how they how they when they're in your driveway you back in and out yeah. and they, you crush the acorns and right after you crush them down come the birds and yeah, dove, yeah. Uh, doves they and the yeah. and acorns <laughs> and
4: uh, woodpeckers so
3: you're crushing the bird feed up. Uh, this must be your answer, Calvin. It said, uh, "I have not heard of any management practice or herbicide that prevents acorn production." Many of us value the acorns because they are an important food for birds and other wildlife. That sounds like you could. To see, the, to see the doves, blue jays, and other birds feed on the acorns makes it worth the effort to remove a few acorn shells from the dog's paws.
4: True. Does that sound like you? Yeah, it does. <laughs> some, and, uh, but they're right that's some dogs just seem to track those acorns into their paws, and others never. I, I never you know. have had an acorn in my dog's foot.
2: I get, I get. Some, I can't think of no. Uh,
4: but they don't stay long. I mean, they're, it's rel- they're relatively easy to, for the dog to get them out, or if they're dogs that are used to coming up to like mine are to with their paw up. <laughs> Dad, take this acorn <laughs> off for me. Yeah.
2: When do acorns start falling? When they do, about three weeks ago. Oh, have they really? <laughs> yeah. we, have, we haven't gotten many. Really? Okay, yeah. Well, you had a lot last year, didn't you?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so well, they're, I, okay. I, I'm not why they're... They're alternate bears.
2: Yeah, last year was miserable. Like, like <laughs> I park under one, so the, yeah. back of the back of the truck was loaded with acorns.
3: Yeah, when I back out, the anchor, you hear the acorn rolling across the roof
2: of the truck. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, pecans are even worse, isn't it? Oh, yeah. you got those got st- some st- steel-roofed
2: oh, sheds. I, I miss the pecans. We had a pecan tree that that went over the roof, and when the pecan started falling, you'd just be sitting there talking, and you'd hear thunk, thunk, <laughs> thunk, 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 thunk. thunk, 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 thunk. Was it a little pecan or no, edible were, pecan? They, there was edible ones. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, there was an old pecan tree, but yeah, it was just it was just kind of like you know the first time you heard it, it was kind of like ah, and then the next <laughs> time you heard it, it was like oh, here's a pecan falling.
4: Yeah, the pecans are the. Uh, Top attractors. You had those birds that Jerry oh, like was talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. They go after and squirrels go after the pecans first. Then when they they take care tired of those. They, well, they take care of what's available. Then they go back to <laughs> to acorns. Well, some of the uh, oh, some of the pecans have uh, drop them early. Choctaw mm-hmm. was used to yeah. Eastern, yeah.
3: Uh, also, a question: Is it too early to plant snapdragons? No. October is a good time to plant snapdragons. It gives plants time to develop some side before cold weather arrives. Wait until November to plant pansies, primula, and cycloma. I that's think awesome. that's your yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's mine. Uh, Neil Neil Sperry, uh, who's writing or his newsletter, uh, he recommended it. Now's the time to plant pansies. I was mm. surprised that him coming out that early but you think about it this is october yeah normally (laughs) this would have been
2: cooler weather which is coming monday milton i was going to get the weather forecast yeah (laughs) Yeah. what are they saying as far as you know are 85 85 yeah is the high yeah wow that'll be nice and the low lows at night
4: were really set to make it was like 60 I mean even last night was seventy I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was and this morning really felt different than it has, than it has. That's tomato setting temperatures, but unfortunately
3: take it's takes, late.
4: Yeah, it takes a little while for the tomatoes to get Hey, the, the large
3: fruited one especially. But now the chairs that I think they sat during the heat of nine sixty eight. Yeah, they're little they're smaller size. Yeah, right. They'll size up a little bit now. But uh, you'll definitely have cherries uh, for Thanksgiving.
4: And I don't know if it's my imagination, but the peppers look better already. Uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. uh, they, they, They don't... We think of them as liking more hot weather than tomatoes, but... Even they didn't like this uh-huh. heat that we had. Did hey.
3: you, uh, Milton, did, uh, is your uh, dead rose perked up again? No, lady? you didn't see the picture? Outside? I saw the pictures of the roots. I think that is a, co- a root rot. think so? Rot. Yeah, because Calvin, I root, wants, Calvin wants me to bring it in tomorrow. The root, still have it. The roots are black. Yeah.
4: And they're supposed to be brown. And
2: I, uh, and I, I
4: almost... And I've told Milton that we have a little tendency to imagine it sometimes, but the almost looks like you can see the threads on it.
2: Right, right. No, I'll bring it in tomorrow. And now I'm scared because the yellow rose, which is in a container, is doing the same thing, just one limb, dead. The rest of it, green or yellow. And, that's yeah. not good. No, that's not good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do, I want to talk to you about Spider-Man, Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you in the house uh, from... Uh, Fleas to roaches, to spiders, to ants, Spider-Man can help you get rid of it and keep it away by making sure that they inspect your home and find out how they're getting in or where you're vulnerable, which is kind of a comprehensive uh, approach to pest control. And not everybody does that. A lot of times they'll just spray and go away. And then three weeks later, you got the same problem. So, if you want to have somebody that's going to look at your house as a whole and uh, see you know, where you're vulnerable, or maybe uh, make inspections and make sure that you're okay, and this commercially talks about caulk and our Texas weather and how that uh, doesn't that just beats it up, makes it so that uh, insects can get in. Uh, It's just the kind of way they look at it. They don't look at it like they're going to come over and just spray and be done. Uh, Give them a call. You'll like Spider-Man and Warren Remy uh, at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. We're going to take a break. Back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That's good. Oh, I fell asleep there for a moment, so I, <laughs> I can I do it in my sleep. We know now. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. All right, it's October, but right now the pumpkin patch and Monster Maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And there being Kind of shy on that one, Millburger's has stuff you will not find any place else, from beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff you'll find it in the boutique. Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids. Pictures uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at milburger Moving was hard, but a guy squared
5: away. Bill started ringing and loud.
6: a haunted house Still i made up in my mind to stay
2: and welcome back to Bill Burger's Garden in South Texas, where it's not haunted, but uh, there are some scary things here. What there really are a lot of is a lot of families out here with their kiddos taking pictures, enjoying the maze, and the moon bounce, and the pumpkins, and all the fun. Uh, all those little kids are carrying out a little pumpkin. They really are. Those little pumpkins. I don't know how they keep them <laughs> stock, honestly. It doesn't matter what pumpkins dad gets, it doesn't matter if they don't get anything else. They're <laughs> leaving with a little pumpkin, which is great. They that enjoy they can,
3: it. That they can care out.
2: Yeah, and they, they do. That little girl was just like holding it close uh-huh. to her body so that nothing happened to it. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's toll-free. It's 866-308-8867.
3: Nice thing about those little pumpkins, uh, which are usually not carved, they'll last all the way, to, uh, all the way through Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, if they're not cut.
2: Well, and then like uh, you and Calvin were suggesting last week, the thing to do is paint them. Yeah,
3: you uh, use a marker and yeah, uh, paint and
2: them. when um, when
3: is that happen?
2: Yeah, on the twenty-sixth, October twenty-sixth, Millburgers is going to be having a kids class, and the theme is pumpkin painting. Oh, so okay. everybody's going to sit down and create pumpkins and paint them and have a good time. It's free and. They'll get their own little pumpkin to paint. And. and it
4: won't be so, isn't always a little one, if they want a little bigger one, huh?
2: Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can do a big one. But I've
4: seen kids but, that, would, pref- that were,
2: would prefer the little one, even though, <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah.
3: Well, they can hold it and paint it at the same time. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, let's see, what else is happening that day? That's the do, big Halloween do, do celebration. They
3: ha- do they have to call in the reservations, I wonder? Yeah,
2: you do, because it's On go- the pumpkin painting? Yeah, let me tell you what it's about, because it's going to get full. And um, 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, Millburgers furnishes the pumpkins and the paints. The class is designed for children 5 to 10 years of age. Uh, but yeah, because there is material, the classes are free. But because there's material, they want to have the right amount. So uh, call that number 210-497-3760, and say, "Yeah, my kiddos want to be part of that." That's the uh, nursery number. Remember yeah, nursery I'm sorry. Thing, I'm glad you pointed that out.
3: Uh, but uh, they give you the they give you the pumpkin and the paint. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I see. They put a age limit on that to keep you and I out of there, Melton. Yeah.
4: Well, especially Milton, you know. Yeah. What well, we went through with the face painting after last year, yeah, it was just. Or, you know, I guess it was. I the, got carried away. The balloons, yeah, the balloons.
2: The balloon. It, it was the balloons. I like the balloons. That balloon lady uh, that's there. The balloon people, they are balloon artists. I mean, they're not coming up with, you know, a giraffe. They are doing, you know, a giraffe playing tennis. It's and they do other characters from like uh, some of your kiddos' favorite uh, movies and. Or adults, too. I think the adults kind of watch and go, oh, I want one, which I've been able to get one. Uh, they did a hippo. A hippo is pretty intricate. I was lucky to get a hippo. Uh, they did a pickup truck. They were able to do the pickup truck here, which was kind of fun. Um, so they, they come in and do a lot of fun stuff. That uh, that's what like 26 too.
3: big pumpkins and then a little one in the front. For yeah. The boy.
2: Yep. I bet he picked that out himself. <laughs> so look at that. And he's See. watching it, too. Yeah. They got the pumpkin with all the, uh, all the warts and all on it, a witch, yeah. a witch pumpkin. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308
3: They've got uh, shade trees uh, on special for 30% off. And uh, they, they put on their planting services are available. Okay, so they'll come out and plant your tree. Yeah, that's a good deal. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And in my news, in the newsletter, uh, there's an article on uh, it's tree planting time. So they must be coordinating there. Yeah. Their uh, stories. I w- I was kind of upset by the picture new? by the picture that they had with it. That's a, is, that a, is that the shade tree? <laughs> that's a pecan Yeah,
4: said. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, it's a nut. It's not a tree, it's a <laughs> yeah. nut. It
3: said the pecan is the state tree of Texas. That's oh. true. Large, shapely, gracefully trees prized both for shade and delicious nuts.
4: Now, that obviously wasn't <laughs> you or I that wrote no,
3: that. No, no, no. These stately beauties reach heights between 60 and 80 feet at maturity and have expansive branches.
4: Which fall on the house. Which
3: fall on the house. That's what I would go (laughs) ahead. Texas pecan trees make excellent shade trees, and you'll love having yearly yearly harvests of pecans. Who wrote Uh, that? Whoever wrote that.
4: Well, I don't know
3: who wrote that.
4: It's the old days. Long, old days. Yeah. Well, in some, in some areas, it's more appropriate to have a pecan shade tree than it is here. Well,
3: right. uh, the problem with our, with our our miserable soil that we have around here is that they never can get a deep enough root system to take up enough water when they start filling their nuts, so they don't fill... Feel good enough. Plus, we they're too big to spray, spray
4: uh something on. Well, but the, but the aphids love them.
3: Yeah, the
2: aphids love them. Man. And the webworms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Liz is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Liz, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
5: Just doing great, but I have a a problem. I've got a uh put in. I just put in a, a walkway. And on either side is just dirt. So I'm wondering if if I could plant some grass at this time, some sod, maybe. Is this the time of year?
3: Oh, yeah. You can plant sod here 365 days a, a year. But I, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, the summer is probably the worst time because you have to worry about it drying out uh-huh. or you
4: have to keep the water on it. Is it just a small All amount, righty. I take it?
3: Is it, is it yeah, just it's,
5: it's well. It, it's like uh, on either side of this walkway. It's probably about six feet on either side, and it's yeah. just dirt. And I have a dog, and yeah. I I worked to get rid of all the sod in this yard, and then now I need some.
3: <laughs> Did uh, <laughs> oh, you don't have dirt. any? You, you don't have any adjoining uh, sod there? Saint no, Augustine? no,
5: I've. I've I've been putting in a xeriscape, and uh, so I, the okay. whole backyard was was sod, was was St. Augustine, and I let it all die and started with the flower beds and a xeriscape. But then I, anyway, on either side of this walkway, <laughs> it's just <laughs> dirt, and it's you know when it rains, then of yeah, course the dog yeah. gets, and then you know it's a mess. I can't think of anything I, I would to put there.
4: I would just go ahead and call. And ask the call to call. Talk to Claudette. She's kind of the okay. sod person, and she can. You and her can discuss which var- varieties of sod are available and when. Yeah, how much? Yeah, when they are. Uh, I think they'll
3: they'll sell you a half a pallet, or I don't know if they're still selling sod by the piece or not. Uh, on your situation, just- on your situation, I would recommend a, a Zorgia.
5: Avoid
3: them? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, to uh of course there's several Zorges. Uh I forget which one I use. I think I use neon. So this
5: is mostly this is mostly sun. There you know, it uh right the oh, yeah. hot, hot sun. Yeah, and I know what uh, you're there's talking one about. little spot that might have a little shade, but not much.
3: Yeah, that's that's, that's so no problem. Zor do fine there. And uh be nice for your dog to walk on too.
5: All right. Thank you. What kind of dogs? You know, what,
3: what kind but,
5: of dogs you got? Well, I, I I affectionately call she's a rescue. I call her a border door. She's a cross between a border collie and a lab. Oh, that's, oh wow. wow! That's And she a has nice cross. all the bad. A- yep, and she has all the bad attributes. She's she's <laughs> six, and I'm sure that when she turns seven, she'll calm down. <laughs> <laughs> we keep praying, but so far, it's you know not, not happening. Uh, okay, I well
3: uh, I, I I did I did that same thing around my when my daughter lived in Stone Oak under uh yeah. under uh uh cra- crape myrtle trees. Uh-huh. Uh, and the, the grass the soil was very thin and the uh uh of course there was very, very little grass under the crape myrtle trees. So yeah. uh, yeah, so we were, and she got. Uh, she had shepherd. I had more. Big dog. big dogs, had big dogs <laughs> at that time, <laughs> and uh, so I, I, that's what I did. I got some uh, zoysia grass and solid set it around the base okay. of those um, cray myrtles, and well, uh, great. to my surprise, to my surprise, that stopped the mud problem, and uh, well, it's. Uh, it also it also grew. It also started growing under those. Well, it's runners.
4: one of the best for traffic too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's
5: what I need. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Get, latch on. I know Claudette's here today, but when you get a chance, just see if you can have a little conversation with her, or if you're close to Millburgers, you could even stop by, and she'll uh, okay,
5: that's, she'll do the same kind of
4: conversation I'll... that Jerry's having with you yeah. on varieties and. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One Can I have another
5: quick question? I have sure. really had, uh, a lot of, of mist uh, flower, Greg's mist flower, yeah. uh, probably an area about, you know, uh, 8 by 10. And it was all standing up great and beautiful and blooming. And all of a sudden, it seemed like overnight, uh, the day before yesterday, it's laying down flat like like something huge had had laid on it. But I can't see any broken. I mean, is it, did I should I have cut it back? It just got too tall and too heavy.
4: Yes, ma'am. Oh, that, that okay. that's that's mainly your problem. Now, did it, okay. uh, you didn't have a big wind? You didn't have any wind go through?
5: No, it's in kind of a protected area, yeah. and uh, you know it, it's like an L-shaped the, between the garage and the house, so it's kind the of good. N- the area. good news
4: is that the. Butterflies still like it, and it still produces nectar. <laughs> <just as laughs> they
5: don't count <laughs> They don't. Yeah, the
4: land. Yeah, the, it looks a little weird in the landscape laid all over there, but it's not very disciplined. <laughs> but yeah,
5: well, yeah, it's, and it kind of it's cutting off my. I had a little pathway there to to get to the water, and it's all <laughs> it's all now mist flower. So <laughs> I guess I had yeah. to figure it the other way. Well, I, well, uh, I you, you'll, be cut, cut you'll be you'll be
3: yeah you'll be cutting that that's what I was thinking say you'll be cutting that back uh pretty soon uh if it's still got flowers on it uh and butterflies and things I probably wouldn't cut it back now
5: no but yeah, uh, not as it down. as it fades yeah, out full
3: bloom. yeah as it fades out in the uh later fall um uh, uh-huh. you cut it down and it'll come back next year as okay. as will a Bazillion uh uh <laughs> seedlings of that thing.
5: <laughs> yes, yes, it is it does kinda take over spots. <laughs> oh
3: yeah. Big time.
5: <laughs> Big time. Thanks, Liz. Well thank you Liz. very much. Bye bye now. Thanks
3: for calling.
2: Good huh? luck. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We're going to give you the weather update uh, just after we get uh, caught up with the news in just a few minutes. Uh, but Jerry's right. It's going to be cool and comfortable, and it's a great time to get out there and enjoy your deck. And uh, if you're not enjoying it because it doesn't look right or you want to maintain it so it always looks right, uh, give Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care a call. Deck is what uh, Barry is what I call a deck geek. I mean, he loves this stuff. He's studied it since 1985. Uh, Finding the right stains, finding the right penetrators, making sure homeowners all around San Antonio are happy uh, with their decks. And uh, as he says, it really can look new again. To uh, do that, I encourage you to go to his website and find out. Deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see before and after pictures. And I've seen decks that look like that before picture. They're gray and they just look... uh, They don't have that same life as they looked when they were uh, new. Uh, but then look at the after picture, and it looks new. Shiny, it's uh, stained, it's wood, it looks like wood, not like uh, gray ash. Uh, you'll like it. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Call them at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Or just check them out, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Quick break, and then we'll come back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Cal. I'm Milton Lick. This is 930 AM. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. All right. It's October, but right now the pumpkin patch and monster maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun. So come on and drop by. Run the maze. Pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins. All different shapes. All different sizes. All different colors. And see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind Kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find anyplace else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the boutique, Get it? Boutique over at Milburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at Milburgernursery.com. Gardening South Texas. It's a Halloween theme of music. Spooky things. And uh, there you go. Al, wow, back at the station, spinning the tunes. 210 308 8867 is our number. 210 308 8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867. Let me see if I can uh, get you a. Uh, Caught up with some of the things that are on sale here at Mill Burgers uh, this week because we don't talk about them in the commercial. Uh, Let's see what we got. Um,
3: I I mentioned shade trees. We talked about pecans a while ago, Uh, but they they have uh, on sale for thirty percent. They have live oaks and red oaks and Monterey oaks and cedar elms and more. Yeah, let's see thirty percent off.
4: And I don't, I don't know. I'm sure that. Uh, well, I'm just guessing that CPS will have their tree tree uh, rebate this year.
3: Yeah, uh, pretty
4: soon. Uh, sometime, see, maybe mid October.
2: All right, and let's see what else we've got on there. Uh, we've got fall garden mums, 288, the six inch pot. They're pretty. Yeah, they are pretty. And if you buy 10 of them, $25. Herbs are on sale in the 4-inch pot for $1.88. Petunias in the 4-inch pot for $0.88 cents each. 40% off the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs. A 3-gallon container, regularly $20 or $19.99. On Good sale. going, Matthew. Uh, I know. Now <laughs> on sale for eleven eighty-eight. Uh, we have perennials on sale in front of us, and a great selection uh, on sale in the one-gallon container for just fourteen eight. I'm uh, sorry, four dollars and eighteen cents, or five for twenty dollars. Uh, ground covers are on sale. So there's a lot of great sales going on right now at Millburgers. Yeah, those are good ground covers they got. Four-inch pot, ninety-eight cents each. Uh, Jerry mentioned the shade trees. Uh, we have Millburgers winterizer lawn fertilizer on sale. Yeah, this is the first time it's been on sale, I think. This well, year, this year, yeah, no. Well, we, I mean, y'all are going to mention the winter
3: winterizer,
2: the winterizer, a forty-pound bag covering seventy-two hundred square feet, uh, nineteen eighty-eight. That's yeah, yeah. that's good value. Yeah, so all that good stuff. Uh, go to milburger dot com to learn more about that. Nursery dot com.
3: And they also got <laughs> milburger's natural lawn and garden fertilizer with micro fungi. For organic gardeners, six one two manure free, exceptional results on lawns, trees, shrubs, vegetables, and flowers. So, uh, about five dollars off of that deal. Yeah, twenty four eighty
2: eight. All right, again, 210-308-8867. Right, we mentioned all the fun things that are happening here at yep. Mill Burgers. Uh, the Boy Scouts are here, too, if you want to come out and support uh, them. They're doing their popcorn sales, so you can come out there and buy them. Yes, sir.
4: Well, let's uh, you know, make a note why the winterizer is important. It's time to fertilize your lawn. If it's uh, if you've been able to water it this summer, <laughs> and it's green. Uh, the winterizer fertilizer, what's recommended to use, 3 uh, one ratio and i think that's 18612 yeah yeah and so a fast release nitrogen is the key there because you uh, that nitrogen has to get incorporated into that grass if it's going to uh produce the results you want which is to uh make it more cold tolerant for the winter time and then also contribute to uh spring green up you know we talk people want their lawn to green up in the spring fast, the fast, the most uh, reliable way to do that is to f- fertilize in the fall. Absolutely. That's a good way to put that.
3: Uh, and disregard my buddy, Neil's Sparrow. No, stop that. <laughs> he's still, I don't know, I got to talk to that boy, but he's still uh, talking about uh all nitrogen fertilizer. I guess he, like I said, I can't find the original documentation where, where we, A and M came out with a three one two recommendation to make the, the lawn hardier. And uh, so I, he he needs to re, reread that. I hope you'll send him an email. Uh, I might do that. All right. I wish I could find the article. Okay.
4: Or the information. Somebody's got it someplace. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Give us a call like Liz did, and let's talk about what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, Fall's a great time for gardening and planting in South Texas, so let's uh, see if we can't make sure it's a good experience for you. 210-308-8867, the number to call. All right, we just have about uh, 20 seconds for We've got to go to break, so... uh, here, Did
4: we, we didn't get our weather report yet. No, no, i am to, to the news. <laughs> after after. Milberger's
1: Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Milburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Lots of fun stuff happening at Millburgers. Lots of beautiful plants. I uh, want to again do a shout out to Roger and Claudette who have designed all the wonderful uh, attractions that you'll see here at Millburgers. All the spooky uh, pumpkins and things in the uh, the... Different flower beds and things that jump out and scare you. The uh, also the uh, hay maze and the uh, pumpkin patch and all that. <laughs> they start planting way ahead, and it's all it's, the creatures in the trees. Uh huh. Absolutely. You really need to come out here. It's a fun place to look around <laughs> Did, and, and. Didn't y'all see Claudette
3: in the tree? Uh, didn't she climb up in the tree? I don't doubt it. I thought well, you out saw it.
4: Yeah, she was out front uh, setting something up. She was so from Butterfly Gardens, oh, she did
2: the butterfly cage. Remember with the scary butterflies and the. Remember, you kept looking and going, "What is that? Why would you do that?" And then she got them off the, off a butterfly bush. She said, and then she decorated. Them. Yeah, yeah.
3: My my favorite was the ball moss, uh, scary ball, ball. Oh, I didn't see that. Is that yeah. out there? No, I don't know. She they had it up here, showing it to me. It had teeth and. <laughs> they put a little miniature oh, teeth in there. Oh, that's and funny. ball
2: Well, they do a they do a great job. There's a lot of hard work that goes into this, and uh, you'll appreciate that when you come out and see it because they really it's a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, uh, every turn is something different. <laughs> so come on out here and uh, check it out at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardie Road.
3: What scares me is that fire they got going over there by the butterfly garden that, every now and then oh you see the smoke? smoke you get worried about it there, yeah. and they've got uh artificial smoke yeah so that's, that's uh not no fire there
2: no oh, good okay there it goes see it smoke oh yeah <laughs> it's behind the tree i can't see it too well hey uh, okay i promised a weather forecast so here we go We've got uh, today, this afternoon, mostly sunny. High today around 95. Low tonight, 72. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, high is 96, but the low is 68. Monday, slight chance of showers. Actually, there's a 30% chance of rain tomorrow. Monday, tomorrow night. Monday, I guess a cold front's coming in because slight chance of thunderstorms. High 79. Cool front, Melvin. Yeah, what did I say? A cool front. Yes, not a cold front, (laughs) but a cooling, a cool front. Uh, and then Monday night, partly cloudy with a low. It's Wow, it's a 10-degree drop from uh, the past couple nights. Wow. Uh, 62 degrees at the, for the low on Monday night. 82 with a high on Tuesday and a oh, low again that's of 62. Be uh, yeah, it sure is. Uh, it's going to be sunny on Tuesday, so sunny and uh, and mid-temperature. So that'll be nice. Yeah. All right.
3: Anyway, so, that that lady that called in a while ago we're talking about her... Uh, uh, Greg's flower, Greg's miss flower. Yeah, said nice? hers had fallen over. And uh, there's an article in uh, this uh, this month's uh, newsletter uh, talking about uh, fall asters that uh, they're getting ready to start blooming. I don't, I don't I don't think I've seen any yet. Are they blooming in your area? No, but. Uh, we we told you to cut those back about a month or six weeks ago, so they wouldn't fall over. They get they get tall, and the blooms get heavy. And uh, rather than stay in a compact, beautiful mass, they they have a tendency to split. Uh, now that's that's they're still pretty, but uh, that that to keep them compact. That's at this time of the year,
4: that's the fall asters.
3: Yeah, you you should have cut those back uh, six weeks ago, six to eight weeks ago. Uh, I mentioned uh, Calvin's article in this newsletter about uh, time to feed the birds. They got a pretty bird picture in this. Oh,
2: yeah, look at that. That's a great picture. Uh, yeah, well, do you I know what kind of bird that is? It's
3: local, is it?
2: No, it's Nuthatch. <laughs>
3: I've never seen that kind
2: of bird. Can't you get rid of that with? Uh, you might some of the products like I a maze. You may
4: see nuthatches in uh, Tennessee, Jerry. Wait to zombies. Oh. Wait to the
0: zombies.
4: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Of course, there's a lot of them. So, someplace north of here, they they start because there mm. there are a lot of them up north in the Midwest and New England.
3: And Calvin Calvin gives us a lot of hints in there in this newsletter about uh, feeding birds in the in the winter. Uh, the, you said you said it is time of the year to consider feeding the birds again. They probably do not need our seed and suet to survive, but it's fun to be able to observe them at the feeders. And um, Calvin gives some tips about, uh, and and uh, the last tip he gives uh, is water. Yeah, that you have to water them during the winter, especially when it's dry like it is now.
4: And now that you could raise question that uh, the water may be a, a real factor. You know, with the seed, even the, even the seed is uh, this year is been hard to find with all that uh, the dry yeah, weather. Yeah. but but the water really could be a really essential to uh for a lot of the birds to survive but it is a really a neat uh it's amazing all the species you'll see oh yeah uh the orioles there's warblers uh the cardinals. yeah especially if you got a little uh recirculating device mm-hmm. a lot of gardeners are, are have uh, Let me know that they tried the uh, solar. There's uh, inexpensive solar devices, and then there's plug-in electrical recycling. Or you can just use a dripper. Just put a little dripper on your hose. It just lets a little bit of water. Yeah. Uh, And, boy, that brings those migrants. Orioles is what I've been mostly seeing, but uh, warblers. With no color, right? They're lesser. No, no. They're, these these Orioles are Baltimore Oriole males, and lots of oh my goodness, lots of young and females. So they got a lot of color on. them. Yeah, the males are spectacular. Okay, and the fe- the other the females are less distinctive, but they're they're still attractive.
3: I remember we saw one out at Mitchell Lake, uh, sitting in the top of that tree. Yeah, it's a beautiful Well, uh, When they have that color on. Them. But they uh, they go to the grain like uh, s- uh, sunflower or do they go? Uh, to the, uh,
4: they're all fruits. They oh, go. They will go to your... They actually go to the hummingbird feeders. Okay. But the, but the, I've been seeing them in the uh, bird baths, the recirculating water. They is go, that right? Yeah. But they they do. Uh, I've heard a lot about uh, them visiting uh, sugar water feeders. It's the first year I've really seen them that many of them have huh. come.
3: Yeah, you said uh, many birds also like fruit. Apples, oranges, grapes, bananas, and other fruits that are past their prime will attract Oreos, Tangers, Tangers, Cardinals, House Finches, and Woodpeckers.
4: Yep, Tangers.
3: So that's a good thing to do with uh, old fruit.
4: Yeah, that uh, uh, a lot of people... I know we eat a lot of fruit, but you you can't help but have some of it oh, go away. Yeah, yeah, And uh, the birds like it, and the butterflies Oh, like
3: yeah, that's true.
4: They're not at all fussy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can be turned into alcohol, and they're still interested. Do you
3: just put it out on the ground or on, no, a, kind of, on a
4: bench? Or yeah, a I kind of put it on a rail. Like a ledge or a, a shelf. Oh, okay. Or, or I also put it on the compost uh, pile, which is is pretty high, you know. And I put that on top of there. Yeah. And then they eat what they can, and then the rest of it dissolves. Yeah,
3: that's a good good idea. Um, I I have to scold myself. Oh, no.
2: I think people would like
3: to hear (laughs) that. And scold the weather. I'm mainly blaming it on the weather. Uh Uh-huh. Because I got, under my growing in South Texas second spring, uh, garden tips, October garden tips, under plant flowers, the most, I write, (laughs) years ago. The most popular of the cool season flowering annuals to be set out now are pansies. Mm. Oh, you and Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Neil may have got that. From I got it from you, yeah. But uh, I think uh, this weather hanging on. I haven't been by the uh, the growers to see. They have a hell of a time growing pansies in this hot weather. Yeah.
4: This this year November is pansy month. I
3: yeah, uh, I I don't think we've got pansies here now.
4: Now there's a reason for that. Yeah, they just uh, if you put them out in this kind of weather, uh, they they get exhausted just from uh, hot spell, and they just kind of decline pretty quickly. It's yeah. It's better. It's better just to wait a little while. And I'm I've hesitated, Jerry, even to. Uh, I, went, uh, I was reviewing Sam Kotner's book on the vegetables. Okay. And I'm reading all about the uh, best temperature to seed carrots, beets. <laughs> you know, Too hot, he, huh? Yeah, he's talking about uh, uh, under 70 at night. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so next week maybe is uh, <laughs> time.
3: Well, uh, generally what will what, happen to people on their vegetables, seeding the them especially. Is uh, they buy a package of seed, and they seed them now or earlier, and the seed doesn't come up, or a very small percentage of it comes up, and so they think the seed's bad. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, if we tell people to wait, save that seed till uh, this year, middle of middle to late October, and try it again. Because so. the soil temperature has to cool too.
4: Yeah, and the, those temperatures that we're s- starting to get next week, were, are pretty conducive to that. But be better if we were it was in the second week of that kind of. Right, right. But because I'm the soil to cool. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting restless too. I may try it, <laughs> see what I can get to come up, even though it's a little warmer than I would like.
3: Well, Millburgers has still got a great, great uh, selection of coal crops. Broccoli, cabbage. Uh, kale. Kale. We we looked for Brussels sprouts last week, didn't we, melted?
2: Yeah. We, we found them. Seen. No, no, we found them. They, they, they had them. Were they? How were we yeah, overlooking they were, them? Because they were right. There was just a few left, and they were kind of right oh. mixed in with where we were looking.
3: They might have ordered some more, or we'll order some more yeah. tomorrow. On uh, Sundays when they put in the order. We'll tell them. And I see that spinach still sitting out there. Now I'm going to wait on the People man. are scared to <laughs> plant spitted. I, I was supply, surprised that they got, the growers got those transplants. to germinate away. even. Yeah, yeah. They don't even germinate. But uh, next week will be the time to do it. And, uh, and then this, the stuff you try to uh, direct seed early, even if it comes up, it's susceptible to a lot of... Uh, Hot soil diseases. So spinach is especially that way, because we always have uh, commercial growers down in the winter
4: garden down there uh, never west of here. Never grows through anything. Yeah, you know, just yeah. just kind of vulnerable sitting there.
3: And, <laughs> and uh, they there, They you always have somebody. They know they should wait till the turn because plant spinach, but they are, they're after that early spinach, and they'll plant plant a, a crop. And then it stays hot, and they get it up, but then it starts dying of uh, soil rots, kind of like Milton Rose. Thanks for bringing that up. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, also, I, they, they put a quote on here on, on the, the tree planting tips. Uh, Remember the old saying, it's better to plant a $4 tree in a $40 hole than a $40 tree in a $4 hole. That means dig it wide and loosen the soil you set aside. I think that's, I remember that. Uh, We used to say that. But uh, the the planting of trees has changed a little bit in 40 years. And so uh, now I'm thinking <laughs> you dig a hole just big enough for the $40 tree to go in or $40 or more. And you don't worry so much about the fill that you put around it.
4: Well, we always And they're grown in containers too now. Yeah, that, that's a that's a major difference. But we, yeah, we always are talking about that kind of a saying. It's, uh, it drives people to want to get, you know, get compost in there all kinds of stuff in there where that, that that doesn't really contribute to it being successful. In fact, I guess it's tough, you know, it's tough to realize that what's been so dry, but (laughs) there's been years when, if you had, uh, Dug out your hole and some of our heavy soil, and then put in compost in there. I mean, the water would get in and wouldn't get out, and right. then, then you'd be faced with uh, rot, root rot, and we, you uh, couldn't 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 wet the root system. Yeah, it's just uh, so it's just best to use the, you know, and what we're after. We've uh, we recommend well adapted trees and yep. shrubs. So they they'll do well in our soil. As bad as our soil is, it's still adequate for to to for a uh, the, the number of trees to to uh, grow. Yeah, and prosper. And on bare root pecans,
3: uh, I think they plant them with a post hole digger, uh, something that'll just make a hole we big enough to. for that root system to go down in. Because it, it doesn't have any side roots, a uh, uh, bare root pecan tree. And uh, and planted with a post hole digger.
4: Well, that's what I, yeah, I remember in East Texas, the the old days, that's what we did. It yeah. It was such an elaborate process. If you tried to dig something with the, the pecan in my my neighborhood with a post hole digger, you, you'd change your mind pretty quickly. Yeah. But it's uh, it's strange, you know, as bad as... If we looked at that soil in my neighborhood, at chalky, caliche, uh-huh. we would not pick that to <laughs> plant a pecan tree. No, but there's a, a number of pecans that have done very well.
3: They're but, old, really. They're old. very
4: old, yeah. And that's that's what they do. They sit there, and you plant them, and they take some 10, 11 years to get yeah. adjusted and break at through least. that chalk, and then they'll they'll grow. And they have have some pecans every other year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they okay. fall on the ground. But uh, of course, you can't adequately water them, and there no you you, know, you don't dare spray in a neighborhood. What? I'm going to say something blasphemous. Uh oh.
2: And we're going to take a quick break <laughs> while we do. Give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, I don't think. I've
3: ever seen any definitive studies that root stimulator on trees does any good.
4: Have you ever seen any literature on that? I'm afraid not. But
3: everybody recommends it.
4: Not everybody. You and I don't.
3: Well, I mean.
4: Yeah. Most people.
3: (laughs) But, uh, so, uh, you can add it. I mean. I think the good it does is uh, you're putting down the water. You're watering around the newly planted tree so uh, that root system is wet as you plant it. Uh, when you when you add a root
4: stimulator,
3: that could be a, a difference. But hey. you, can, you can just water.
4: Well, we can put out the challenge, too, if anybody has seen yeah, some research that uh, indicates that there's a... A clear advantage to using that. We uh, could ask
3: Mark the next time he calls in, Mark Peterson.
2: Yeah, mm. David recommends it, too. Does he? All right, well, if it grows, he knows. <laughs> so, All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas broadcast live from Millberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. All right. It's October, but right now the pumpkin patch and monster maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun. So come on and drop by. Run the maze. Pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins. All different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors. And see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one Millburgers has stuff you will not find any place else from beautiful fall stuff to spooky halloween stuff you'll find it in the boutique Get it boutique over at Milburger's and come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at MilburgerNursery.com. Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show.
3: I did get a few things right in my oh. to this October. Well, year, that's right. good. Oh. Uh, Nah, about about eighty five percent of it's right. <laughs> uh, I write in there that uh, wildflowers and seeded annuals like California poppy, Oriental poppy, large spur, and bluebonnet should be sown early this month, in October. So I guess guess I got that right.
4: Well, John disagreed with you, didn't he? <laughs>
3: And, and we can add petunias to that. You yeah. know, a lady called in and wanted to get some Laura Bush petunias and uh, seed them in her mm-hmm. wheelbarrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Blue curl, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, um,
3: yeah. Is that Evelyn? Yeah, I, I think, think so. And order uh, order this. only place you can order the seed is uh, Wild Seed Farm. I don't know if we got any petunias on uh, uh, gl- uh, Laura Bush petunias. Uh-huh. They have seeds here. Theory, they, right.
2: I think they did. We'll check. But, yeah, they... Okay.
3: Uh, then we talked about dividing uh, spring-blooming perennials, like daylilies and fox and Louisiana-bearded iris and dianthus and coropsis and coneflowers and daisies. Um, and then... Uh, Uh, One under trees and shrubs, the fall season is also a perfect time to establish new trees and shrubs. Plants set out now undergo less stress, and the roots have months to grow and become established before spring growth begins, and summer heat and drought arrive next year. So, uh, And they're on sale at Millburns, and they'll even plant them for you. I imagine you pay. I don't know how much it is to plant them. It uh, probably depends on where you are in the city yeah, and how difficult. Well, yeah. if it's, a, if it's a a jackhammer.
4: Yeah, if it's a big tree too, it's worth it because the guarantee is, is much. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a challenge with the big tree and some of those poor soils. Absolutely. So you may as well cha- uh, share the responsibility with the uh, millburgers, that uh, yeah. experts in the planting. To,
3: And on fertilizing, we say October is the time for the most important lawn fertilizer of the year. Fertilization Mm -hmm. of the year. Application of a winterizer fertilizer to condition the grass for winter survival. Uh, Wait until the lawn grass slows growth and mowing every two weeks is adequate before applying. Hey, my grass has slowed its growth.
4: Yeah, it's brown. It ever since it turned
3: brown, <laughs> uh, and uh, I haven't had to mow it in 30 days, I guess, because it's brown.
4: Yeah. Well, I've been mowing mine because the pigweed. Is, is that right?
3: You got pigweed coming oh, up? Oh
4: man. Yeah, that stuff's amazing. It'll come where, up, you
3: wa- where you water,
4: where you water, right? Yeah, kind of around the edge of the uh, yeah raised beds and uh, <laughs> rose bed and everything. That's uh, that's an uh, amazing weed.
7: Hey, hold, uh, it's hold,
3: too late to plant Bermuda grass or it's too too late to plant Bermuda grass seed. You can plant sod any time.
2: Let's uh, go right now to um, back to the phone lines at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Jim's got a grub worm question. Hey there, Jim. What's going on, man?
7: Yeah, can I treat grub worms and put prevent, weed preventer down at the same time, or do I need to wait?
4: Well, it's kind of late to treat grub worms right now. You probably won't have any impact on them because they're not feeding. Okay. That's okay. that's why we generally say June 1st or somewhere right. around then. Well they're big too. And they, yeah, they look. You see their damage and you see them right now but they're they're not feeding so the treating them doesn't make a big difference. What was the other thing fertilizer you were going to put?
7: Well, a uh, pre uh, preventer, oh, uh, pre- we, uh, pre-emergent, and, and yeah. treating them. The grub worms at the same time, or do, yeah. do you need the wait? <clears throat> but well, you have already asked
4: that, answered that question basically. I think uh, Jerry and I are kind of debate this every weekend, but I, I think I'd still. This would probably be the last weekend, but I, I think you'd still. There's some advantage to planting a pre-emerge or put, yeah. yeah, a pre-emergent, because we're yeah, well, those I've winter weeds are going to start soon,
3: because we haven't had a lot of rain to bring those up. Right. Uh, what grub worm damage have you seen? Well, you take the, the the dry grass out there and you pull up
7: on it and nothing's holding it down.
3: Oh, all, that's grub
7: worm. Yeah, that's
3: grub worm. So. <laughs> of course,
4: of course the, dry, the dry weather, too, is a lot of places that... Uh,
3: yeah, but the grass uh, is holding, it's hard to pull up. Uh, my dry grass is...
7: Well, I, I water. I've got a green yard. Oh, do
4: you water? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you water and it's and it's brown with, uh, hard, easy to, I mean, to pull up, then you probably do. And you've seen the grub worms, too, so.
3: Is it big Not spots?
7: Not really. I haven't seen them, no.
4: Hmm.
3: Oh, uh, is it big spots or little spots?
7: It's a big spot. Now, it, I was thinking maybe it could be too much shade on the, on the uh, St. Augustine as well.
5: But well, then, whenever
7: I pulled up the dry grass and there's nothing holding it down, I went with the theory that it's the grub worms.
4: It's it's amazing. There's a whole list of things right now. <laughs> the shade is always always a factor, but this this uh, record heat we've had is you never know where that's playing in there, and uh, you know, and that complicates the the water situation, and so. Yeah, get a
3: get you a shovel, and
4: go out there to
3: the edge. Uh, in other words, the edge of the dead grass, where the okay. dead grass meets the live grass, and dig a dig a dig a dig a hole like a square square foot.
7: Yeah,
3: and. Uh, See if you see any, and put the dirt in the bucket and whatever, and see if you see grubs. That's where they should be.
7: All right. How far down? Right here on
3: the top? Well, yeah, uh, three or four inches. Okay. All right. I'll do that. And you may, this is our first grub question of the year right kevin have you we haven't gotten any
4: well we- yeah we had a few could it be grubs kind of thing, but not very many for sure,
3: yeah, but uh I, I would make a couple of uh square foot holes out around the area where they the green meets the brown
5: yeah okay. this
4: this kind of weather is not the best environment for grubs either, yeah, they like a. Uh, they like a uh, little more moisture and cooler temps.
7: Yeah. Good now, luck, There though. is some spotted green in there of grass. It's not all completely dead.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, are, are they, is there gray, green sprigs among the dead sprigs? Well, I'm not
7: out there right now. Is it St.
4: Augustine, it. or what is it? Yeah. It's
7: St. Augustine.
4: Yeah. yeah. I... Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's a combination of your shade, but also just that this heat we've had. But uh, I don't know. I don't think the treating the grubs will help. No. Okay. But uh, but I'll, I'll yeah. bet that lawn. will come back when we get some decent weather.
7: Well, last year in a spot next to that, it it browned up as well. And now it's moved over to another, uh, uh, right next to it. It's kind of like growing. Uh, where it was last year, the grass has grown back.
4: Yeah, you know, you see patterns based on the amount of sun that they're getting hit. There's kind of a, yeah. sometimes there's an edge. There's enough shade to keep it a little bit green mm. under the tree kind of thing. And then you go out a little further and uh just completely yeah. dark. Uh, brown, completely, just like straight edge edges, almost right pattern. But
7: this is yeah. this is happening the opposite. It's going into the shape.
4: Yeah, that okay. might be. Cool. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, the, it could be gr- it could be grubs, but I, I don't think it'll uh, be worthwhile to to. No, you're I don't think you'll get much concept. results. But put it on your calendar. If you if you okay. find that you got grubs, put it on your calendar for about June 1st next year. Cuz okay. you got to you you'll have to you'll have to just uh do use it as a preventative next year.
7: Now you were talking about planting seeds of uh pansies and what have you a while ago. What about Johnny Jump-ups?
4: They're yeah, you should wait on them. They're yeah, they're uh, in the pansy uh, category, uh family. Yeah. Never, okay. a, it wouldn't hurt to wait a month on them. Yeah.
3: They really got some interesting Johnny Jump Ups uh, on the market now, all different colors. And uh, and then they've got uh, one between a Johnny Jump Up and a Pansy called a Viola. Mm-hmm. And it's about medium-sized Pansy. It has, okay. has smaller blooms than a Pansy, but uh, it has a very... N- high number of blooms. kind of like the Johnny jump up all right so we'll uh, we'll be having all those later on
7: yeah well i I bought some seeds the other day and I wanted to <clears throat> start some in some
3: pots just to have. It. oh you brought seed yeah
4: Yeah, you better you better start seed <laughs> again. I, I thought let's you see with the...
3: Where, where'd you get seed out of a catalog or something? No, no, no! I got them over at uh, Rainbow. Oh, Okay, I didn't re- realize that they were selling, uh, or they, that they sold pan uh, Johnny Jump Up seed. But yeah. uh, it, it does recede. Johnny Jump Ups do recede year after year. But I would uh, like, I, like Kevin said, wait till late October first of November. And and now, should he now? Last use. weekend. Last weekend,
7: were you talking about? Those
3: can be seeded right in the garden as well? Yes. Okay. We we're talking about the pa- uh, pansies. I mean petunias. Pans. Petunias. Uh, okay. Laura, Laura Bush
4: petunias. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to do your your pansies in containers like yeah. you said. And do right. them. Start them now.
3: It's going to take a long time. The pansies are slow growing. Right. right. So uh, Get them started now. Yeah, okay.
4: grow them in the shade.
7: All right,
4: we'll do. But in a yeah. yeah, in a container, and then move them to the yeah. sun in the garden. Later. You're right. Okay.
2: All right. Good luck. Sweet. Keep us informed.
4: Sweet. Appreciate your help.
7: Keep up the good work. Thank, Thank you for you. calling. I'll I'll you. Right.
2: That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308. 8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. Let's find out what's going on in your gardening world right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. right, it's October but right now the Pumpkin Patch and Monster Maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins. All different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find place else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the Boutique Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers, And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at millburgernursery.com Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Some things that are on sale here at Millburgers today, some of the plants, the fall garden mums in the 6-inch pot, lots of different colors to choose from. They're on sale for $288 or $10 for $25. You get a break on them if you buy more than $10. Uh, or ten or more. Uh herbs are on sale in the four inch pot for a dollar eighty eight or ten for eighteen dollars. Uh and what herbs should we be thinking of now that are good to plant?
4: Well, we're getting close to the the winterbs. I I would Cilantro. Uh, I mean, yeah, Well yeah, yeah, it won't freeze, be, will it? No, it won't freeze, but it'll be a little bit like pansies. It won't like the <laughs> I, I, depends on what they have there. They, I suspect all the summer herbs are on sale.
3: Yeah, too late to do basil. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you use basil when it's small, so you can, oh, yeah, You may get some use out of basil.
4: But uh, we, we'll have to check, Milton. I, okay. Because if the w- winter, if we're talking about winter herbs, you know, you're talking about parsley and, and
2: all that good stuff. Yeah. Petunias are on sale in the four-inch pot for 88 cents each. We have uh, landscape and uh, sh- foundation shrubs uh, on sale, 40% off in the three-gallon, regularly 19.99, now 11.88. Perennials are on sale. All of them in front of us are on sale in the one-gallon containers, uh, regularly 6.99, now just 4.18 or five for twenty dollars. And there's lots to choose from, like plum from bagos, salvias, lantanas, rosemary, Mexican heather, and more. Ground covers on sale, like uh, Asian jasmine, monkey grass, dwarf monkey grass, and more. 4-inch uh, pot, 98 cents each. Uh, shade trees, now it's time to plant. Absolutely the best time of year. Uh, save on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade and ornamental trees. 30% off, and planting services are available for Millburgers. You can ask, ask them about that. And milburger's winterizer lawn fertilizer uh regularly twenty nine ninety nine the forty pound bag covers seventy two hundred square feet and uh, that's just nineteen eighty eight so that'd be did you mention Mexican petunias uh no, not in the uh, perennials yeah no i didn't but They're they've right got some there. yeah, they are some pretty ones. I saw someone buying they got the blue and pink, yeah, is there a white? Yeah, but it's... I saw someone getting that earlier today. They were getting it with the, the white. And the, well, they're, I don't
3: see any white. So. So yeah, I
4: didn't think any were left. Maybe they bought them all.
3: Okay. But anyway, they're, they're, that's a good deal on those. and.
2: Uh, 4.18 in the one gallon.
3: You could really... Uh, I know Trace doesn't like when you talk this way. Uh-oh. Uh, but they're such full pots, full gallon. You could divide them.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. 210-308-8867. Let's see if Trace hears us now. 210, (laughs) his ears pick up. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show.
3: I want to mention the the butterfly deal we're going to have on October 12th. When is that? Uh, Next week?
2: Oh, my goodness, yeah.
3: Next week. Um, We got one that the Garden Volunteers of South Texas are having. A really good one at the uh, San Antonio Botanical Garden. And it's uh, there at uh, 55 Funxton Place in San Antonio. Uh, and they uh, got two sessions. Session one is practically filled up. It's uh, 1 to 2.30. And, uh, but they got a Section 2 open from uh, 3 to 4.30 and uh, it costs you $10 and you you pay when you register at the uh, gardeningvolunteers.org events uh, plant, planting for monarch butterflies and other pollinators. Basically all you need to remember is go to the gardeningvolunteers.org slash events and uh This is sponsored by the uh, San Antonio Water System and the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And they're they're offering a 90-minute workshop for only $10 that includes your entry fee into the garden. The Hmm. workshop and tour will describe 22 plants that thrive in San Antonio and provide nectar or larvae. You see many of these plants at the at the garden. Now the good, the neat thing about it is uh, presenters will be uh, toured by uh, noted landscapers and GVST members Charles Bartlett, who's been around a long, long time. Charles, uh, uh, he's very old. Yeah, Charles. Charles loves uh, citrus. We we, oh. we we're citrus brothers. And Albert Del Rio. Oh, no, that would be good. So you need to call in and uh, ask about Session 1 uh, from 1 to 2.30. Uh, and if that's filled up, take the uh, Session 2, 3 to 4.30. $10. Uh, and I uh, guess you uh, register on the gardeningvolunteer.org website.
2: Hey, hang on to the next one for a second because John is on the line okay. with a fig tree question at 210-308-8867. Hey there, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: Doing great. Hope you are. Listen, uh, I picked up one of those uh, fig trees that, you know, marked down, half dead, whatever, and never <laughs> survived. And uh, I've had fig trees in the past, but I'm not sure I would be able to kill them if I wanted to. And so what, what's, a, what's a good name or a good fig tree to grow in this San Antonio area? Uh, I'm over by UTSA, a lot of rocks.
3: Almost any fig will grow. Do you, do you have the name or do you want a name?
6: I want one. I want to know what will grow well.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, About all I you know have, is figs. Do, <laughs> do you have any figs now? No. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, there's one called the True Brown Turkey. Brown true Turkey, brown like turkey. the bird. Got it. And the and the uh, Celeste. C L E S T E. It's a, okay. a, a Celeste is a small fig, but they used to call it sugar fig fig because it's the sweetest sugar. Uh huh and uh both of those uh either of those will do well,
6: okay are they available uh was it a good time to plan in the fall
3: yeah I, I, let's see did we look at we were asking, talking about that uh last weekend i think I don't I know it. if they got any figs in with this uh with this latest latest fruit shipment uh uh, well, maybe we'll mention that tomorrow to uh, to, to I sus- yeah trace.
4: yeah they' it's good to plant them if you get access to the plants
3: yeah if they got if they got in figs if they got in figs with this fruit shipment, or if you can find figs, uh, they they're good can be planted at this time of the year and give them a chance to get established, sure, okay.
6: So just right. find somebody with a brown turkey or a
2: uh, Celeste. Celeste, right. Yeah, and just call the nursery to, to find out if we've got them at 210-497-3760. i like a
6: plan. You guys have a great weekend. Okay.
2: Thanks, man. Bye, Jim. 210-308-8867. Got a line open. Hey, we've forgotten to bring out the point, and then we'll go back to your GVST. David Rodriguez is going to be here next Saturday. He's going to be doing a workshop called Fall is for Planting Trees and More. So we can ask David about uh, some of those Roots questions. Them later them Yeah. Uh, October 12th, uh, 1030 to noon. It's free. Uh, bring your questions. And David does a good job. He's a real popular. Uh, so don't worry about RSVPing. Just come on out and enjoy it. Go to millburgernursery.com for more details on that, nursery.com. But, yeah, he's uh, bring plenty of questions and a notebook. Uh, and next, a pen. David doesn't supply <laughs> pens either.
4: Next Saturday is a busy time. I'm going to give a program at Wild well Birds Unlimited. No, I heard about all that right. about attracting birds to the fall garden. And uh, it's about so, time. So that'll be fun. Yeah, because the and we'll talk, of course, talk about uh, bird bass and water too. But uh, seeds and suet and hummingbird feeders. Yeah. a lot of action right now. It's a lot of fun. That's at uh, Birds Unlimited you want to call them uh, and reserve a spot is
2: that the so one hebner, of, uh, northwest military and hebner road uh, yeah. oh okay yeah
3: and uh, next week next week uh october 12th
2: mm-hmm.
3: if you're up around uh <laughs> up around wildseed farms up around in fredericksburg around fredericksburg uh they're going to have a free tag and release program from 9:30 until two thirty, i guess periodically during that time
2: where uh, the butterflies are very slow
3: yeah <laughs> come and be ta- be a tagging <laughs> assistant fun for the whole family at the wild seed farms market center
2: okay and was there another gvsc event no oh today, okay the one i don't think
4: so today was a uh, design school oh yeah. okay well, yeah. maybe we'll get a report
2: Yeah, tomorrow. we need a report tomorrow. Somebody call us and tell us that one. I'm sure it went well. but uh, And was today the last one, or is there another one coming up on the no. 20th?
4: No, today's the last one.
2: Today's last. Okay, up, for a little while. series, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, again, 210-308-8867. Uh, lots of fun stuff happening at the nursery. Lots of great pumpkins. Lots of Halloween decorations and fun for the family. Uh, the terror train has been quiet for a little while. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll tell you more about all that coming up uh, uh, tomorrow, too. We'll not that a big it. deal? It's coming up the 26th and the 27th, as a matter of fact.
4: And then the 19th, Jerry, are we going to do the herb market? You and I, the...
3: I haven't responded, but I guess we will.
4: Yeah, I haven't responded yet either, but uh, <laughs> we generally are uh, take the uh, uh, booth, the question and answer booth uh, first thing in the morning at the herb market. That'll be at the Pearl... Yeah. And we'll be, if you want to see us, we'll be there 8.30 to 9.30. But there's a lot of action uh, there. I'm at the, glad at the you, remember did you remember that. How do you remember that, Calvin? I have it in my <laughs> calendar. <laughs> on your calendar. There, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, put the, check that out if you're interested. You Answer all those questions that uh, Milton had about what herbs. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh, that would
2: be great. Yeah. Well, let's see. Usually uh, you, you
3: uh, Le- 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 Mary Dunford has a... Big display. Oh there, gosh, yeah, of yeah. of all sorts of herbs. Probably more than we got here, but uh, we got the best ones here. Got the ones
4: that uh, we'll, uh, and will and we'll get. We'll do a, a check, and then tomorrow we'll uh, relate which uh, varieties we have here on sale.
2: Yeah, and we'll do some. Uh, I'll do some research and tomorrow I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on at the uh, at the herb market. Tomorrow. This 2019, yeah, you know, 2019. 19? Yeah, you're right now. You have it right <laughs> for 2019. That's on 1019, the October Herb Market.
3: My man Neil stepped out of it. I
2: oh, stepped out of it. You're, you're just busy picking
3: on Neil. <laughs> if you intend to develop a new garden or landscape beds next spring and they currently have grass and weeds growing in them apply glyphosate herbicide now it won't contaminate the soil but it must have warm conditions to kill out unwanted vegetation so that's a good tip if it's green you'll be you'll be able to rototill within a couple of weeks so you can start working up the soil well in advance of late winter planting
4: yeah, yeah just so just so it's uh Got some co- uh, color to it because a lot, a lot of right. the, In this heat, we've got uh, not not only raised bed gardens but uh, lawn areas that uh, there's not not much green there, and it won't do you any good. That's to, mine. Yeah, it, it, it Won't do you any good to apply glyphosate if there's uh, no, no green plant material because it has to react to the green material.
2: Yep. Oh, cool. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. No, Milton. No. No, that's right. We got a minute and a half. I just
3: again in my
2: sleep. Back,
3: Milton. Write that.
2: Write that number down, and you call us first thing in the morning at noon, and uh, we'll uh, put you right on the air. And I say that, too, partly because a lot of times people will wait until the last minute to call us, and then we can't give you as much time as you might like or need to answer all your questions. In the meantime, to know all the stuff that's going on here at the nursery, to get the newsletter that Jerry was reading from earlier, to uh, find out about the pumpkin patch, the activities that are coming up in October or November or December. Uh, go to nursery.com and check it out. There's, uh, It's got videos. It's got all kinds of great things, uh, teaching, um, instructional videos, and uh, columns that you can enjoy. That's MillBurgerNursery.com. And be sure to plan to come on out here and have some fun uh, tomorrow or the next uh, weekend uh, when the terror train is rolling with all the pumpkins and the maze and the moon bounce and all the stuff. Uh, here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolle Road. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Thanks to Al doing a great job on everything. And, of course, thanks to you for listening